Welcome to Views from the Porch, a podcast where we explore what it looks like to survive and thrive in your young adult years. Each week, we talk about the biggest challenges facing young adults today and how to overcome them from God's Word based on our weekly experience in leading thousands of young adults at the porch. For more info on the porch, visit theporch.live. Thank you for joining. What's up, guys? We are back with another episode of Views from the Porch, and I am joined today with Josh Timms, the director of the Porch in Fort Worth. Let's go. And the one and only Miss Elena Haas. Hey, guys. And we, uh, what are we talking about, man? Today, we are going to talk about something I think that uh, the millennial generation is just suffering from, and it's this uh, burnout. So we're going to talk today about how to avoid burnout. Are they suffering from burnout? Yeah. Thing? Is that what's going on with kids? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> kids and they're vaping. And they're Dude, vaping. <laughs> 70 years ago, our grandparents stormed the beaches of Normandy <laughs> so that mankind could continue to live not underneath the Third Reich. And they succeeded. And today, people are vaping. And they're doing vlogs. All right, let's talk about burnout. <laughs> uh, it clearly, it, I guess it is a felt need. Yeah. And, um, and I do know this, at least, um, around here, and the more you get plugged into the church and, and growing in your faith, uh, it can feel like your schedule went from uh, very little to just maxed out. It went from like only on the weekends, am I really busy, to now I'm busy every single day. So that's my perception. Or what do y'all perceive, yeah. uh, perceive as, as the way that burnout is taking place or how people are getting there? Yeah, I think it happens in their workplace and just trying to hustle, you know, having side hustles is so big. And so if you're not working, you should be working on something else. Like if you're not at your actual job, maybe you should pick up a side hustle type of thing. So you're always keeping yourself busy because like the whole quote about you have the same amount of hours in a day as Beyonce. Yeah, that's a, that's a go-to quote of mine. <laughs> go-to yeah, quote for David. I, I love he has that. it um, <laughs> plastered up in his office. If you guys have ever been to his office, you have the same number and of it hours basically as Beyonce. Is saying, "Hey, Beyonce hustles, and so should you." Yes, yes. So, Tweet that. It's not pre- you know. It's the pressure to constantly be doing something productive, and when you're not working on your work to do list, you're working on your non-work to do list of all the things I want to, all the chores I want to get done at home, or errands, or things like that. Yeah. It does it does feel like there's a never ending list and there's never ending stimulation when you introduce like the fact that the phone, the cell phone always connected. You're always connected and um and that can just wear on you. Uh, dare I say it, that is uh if you allow it um to rule your life or really if you just go at the pace the world will push you into, you begin to live outside of the way that God created you to exist. I think two, two, my two reasons is two words really. I think it's uh expectations and then perception. So there's expectations of you, I think that you put on yourself of just like, hey, what it looks like to either hustle or be involved and like I have to the expectation is that like I'm going to be the man at work and then also in my friend circle, so I'm always like driving and then also uh perception, so how people see me and so the way you want to be seen um I think drives a lot of how you interact and what you do with your life. Like you don't want to be the guy that's like, man, I just need to take like Saturday um, and relax because man, I'm just like run out of energy. Like nobody wants to be that guy. You're like, guys, I like got up, I crushed it, ran six miles and then I started a new business and here we are. Totally. That if you allow the world to dictate, man, they're yeah. going to push you. And here's what I think is the danger. And then we can go into some of the ways to avoid burnout. Um, if you allow the world to push you and dictate your schedule, 
uh, you are going to max out your life, as we've said before, and miss out on the things that are most important. In other words, if you cut out all the margin in your life, there's literally no time. If you cut out all the margin in your finances, like anything that you max out uh, will by necessity mean that there's a good chance you're going to miss out on some of the things that God says are most important. Here's what I mean by that. It's in the margin that I like have time to love people yeah. and I can actually stop and, and interact and engage with someone at the grocery store because I'm not just running in and, hey, I need to grab this one thing that we forgot to pick up. Or it's in even financial margin that I can make the decision in a moment to say, ah, I got you, man. I'll pick you. I'll, I'll cover it. Yeah. And um, and so whenever we max out our lives, which is such a temptation, it causes us to really miss out on the things that God says are most important, which is relationship with him, relationship with others. Yeah. Good. And I think that's why the self-care series we're doing at The Porch right now is so appealing to people is because you feel like you need self-care because you're burned out. Like a lot of people are burned out and they're like, oh, I just need to care for myself because I'm constantly running. I'm constantly busy. I'm maxed out with my life. And that's why self-care... That's where it gets important for people is because you do need to care for yourself in the midst of a really busy schedule. Yeah. Hey, some of this is this is, is going to like raise pants. This little vulnerable spot in my heart is this one. Uh, I'm terrible at rest. Like what rest means? How do like it feels like rest should be this like actually like crazy awesome thing that everyone's doing like yeah man i i rested today um i mean i I, mean, I I don't know what that is for you but i know that i'm just not good at rest i don't see a high value of it in my life because it just feels like it's not accomplishing anything uh when really i think the bible would uh, inform us uh, it does a lot for us it's it's why god put in a sabbath or a day of rest totally dude we are all terrible at it yeah i mean you think about uh it for a couple reasons one that the ways that we try to find rest don't actually give us rest. rest like yeah. when you're just like, man, I just need to veg out, Netflix, hang out, and just kind of sit on the couch all day long, all Saturday. It doesn't leave you feeling more rested. Even sometimes it leaves me groggy. Yeah, it leaves you groggy. It leaves you feeling unproductive. It leaves you feeling even more weighed down because yep. I feel like a list of things that I needed to do. And so even, I think we're all terrible at rest. One, because the pace of life, we're so connected. Yep. Um, think about what, I, sometimes I go here in my mind, maybe it's fantasizing. I, I think of what it must have been like to live 100 years ago, which had some clear downsides, right? No penicillin, no electricity. The car is awesome, um, being able to fly. But think about what it must have been like to That's live. An interesting list, buddy, to start off with penicillin, <laughs> by the way. Like right. out of all the, like. It's a modern miracle. I, I we, it's a modern miracle. Okay, keep going. I want to go throw you off. But. 150 years ago, whatever. Whenever like the sun went down, ah, we're going to bed. You know, like it's like God wove into creation. Literally, I'm turning the lights off. And only in the last you know, hundred or so years have we figured, oh, right, uh, we're going to work even at night. <laughs> yeah. You know, like yeah. that would have been so foreign to most of human history. Yeah, God, your plan is awesome, but light bulb, literally. Yes. <laughs> Which is amazing. Yeah. But at the same time, yeah. it, uh, you know, you think of your, your great, 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 great grandparents. They sit around a fire once it gets dark and then they go to bed. Yeah. And they wake up when the sun comes back up and just how much more rested we would have been. So here's some things that we're going to list out as it relates to how to avoid burnout. Because um, one of the things that will kill your faith is if you allow the desires of this world, you think about the parable in Matthew chapter 13 where Jesus says our faith can be like the seed that's planted on these different soils. And there's one of these soils that the desire for worldly gain ended up choking out the seed from growing. That was the thing that cut it off. In the same way, the desire for worldly gain, worldly approval, and worldly accomplishment 
uh, is the thing that can make us so busy and c- can cut off our faith and cut off your growth. It can impact your health, your life just in general. And then when you max out, you miss out on the things most important. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to run through a few of these and I'd love for you guys to, to share anything that, that uh, has been helpful for you because I, I think working at Watermark, you can be easy to get what we call waterlogged and, um, and you have to be, which is just, I have one thing after the next, after the next, and I have to be intentional as I think about mm-hmm. getting rest, which is not easy and doesn't come natural for me either. So the first one is this, that, hey, you have to be responsible for your own rest. No one can make you rest but you. It's not your um, community groups or your small group, their responsibility. It's not your boss's responsibility. It's not your parents' responsibility. It's not your girlfriend's responsibility. It is your responsibility to get rest. It is your responsibility to begin to think of your life and think through, hey, what are what does sustainable pace look like for me? Yeah. Where am I? Um, where do I just need to say no to the next birthday party? Yeah. Or where do I need to say no to that event or to that trip or to that awesome opportunity and say no to some good things so that I can make sure the God thing, which is experiencing rest at, at a soul level, is something that I'm experiencing consistently inside of my life. And so the first is that you got to see yourself as you are responsible at the end of the day. This, in other words, here's what I'm saying. You have a choice as to whether or not you're going to get burned out. Yeah. And I think you have to plan it in the same way you would plan other things. Like you need a plan resting, which sounds crazy, but if you don't plan ahead, then it just won't happen. And I think oftentimes you think to yourself, oh, it's it's basically everyone else's fault that they're putting stuff on your schedule. And so you don't have time for yourself or to rest or like to spend time with God, but that's really on you to put that into practice. And one thing it reminds me of that we've done an illustration at the porch is the, the rocks in the sand illustration. Yeah, you know that? Yeah, Do you want to yeah. explain it? Yeah, the big rocks that yeah. like if you had a jar and it's a really classic illustration of um, if I have a uh, jar full of uh, or if I have an empty jar and I have a ton of sand and a bunch of rocks and I want to make sure that I get all of the rocks in there. If I put the sand in first and it fills up the jar, I won't be able to fit all the big rocks that I want in there. That the best way to get the most sand and to get the rocks that matter most in is I need to put those things in first and then put the sand in on top of it. It's an illustration, not just for that jar, but for life. That as you think through life, that all of us need to think through, hey, what are the big rocks the in my that life? Are the focus, the yeah. priorities, the things that I want. I mean, I'm talking God. Uh, if you are married or if you get married someday, your spouse and then your kids, if you have kids someday, those would be some of the top three. And then your church, your community group um, would, would fill in there. So, hey, these are the things that are going to take priority and I'm going to focus and make sure these are a part of my life. And then anything else is just sand that it may make it in, it may not, depending on the season. And by that, I mean this wedding, that trip, that uh, weekend out of town with the bachelorette party, the the chance to go to the lake, all that stuff is awesome and, and should, has a place in life, but it not at the sake of costing you in the big rocks. Yeah. And friends listening, I, I am, I'm, I'm just hearing my friends talk about this and in my mind, I'm going, what it is, is fear of missing out. Like, I don't want to miss out. Like there's oh. like the, the lake sounds so fun. And to say, you know what guys, uh, I like need to rest, literally need to rest. Um, and that's why I'm not going to lake like that. Like I just, I don't want to be that guy. And that sounds terrible. What we're, what we're telling you is you're responsible for that. And it's a big deal. Totally. And it's hard to say no. Yes. Like dude, saying no is, is just a, a, no one likes to do it. No one likes to say, Hey, I've got an opening that night. I could, but I'm not going to, because 
the uh, recent season of life that I'm in, I just know that it won't be good for me to add another thing on there. But at times, you've got to say that and you are responsible for being the one who says that. So the second thing is to constantly audit your pace, to think of your life as um, gauges on the dashboard of your car. Like you're like, man, is my engine, if you look at your engine, if you're driving around in your car while you're listening to this, you see that there's a gauge on just the, the heat of your engine. If your engine's overheating, you'll begin to see one of those gauges move uh, to express that and to show you like, hey, it's not cool. It is overheating right now. And in the same way, you and others in your life have got to be able to assess the gauges, so to speak, of your life. Man, am I running too hot and constantly auditing my pace? And the reason um, I say others in your life is hopefully you've got a community group or a small group, other Christians in your life that are consistently speaking in to things of to commitments that you're making, to the uh, number of job hours that you're working, that they're asking questions about, man, you're working seven days a week, 80-hour work weeks, and um, your faith is suffering I don't consistently hear you talking about, man, the stuff you're learning, God's word. I don't hear you talking about, here's how I was sharing my faith. I don't hear you being joyful, honestly. Like you are just, you're depressed. You hate your job. Every time I'm around you, I'm like, I hate your job because it's clear you hate your job. And you got to have other people speaking mm-hmm. into your life. Yeah, because yeah, sometimes when you're in that moment and that's you, you don't see the things that would be obvious to other people. Um, because you're just so close to it and you're in it and you just, this is what your life looks like right now and you kind of get used to it. But other people, if you're letting them speak in, they can see things that you don't. Yeah. You know, what's really intriguing about this one is, and it's another one on our list, but just like, as you think about auditing your pace is that there's others around you that are running at a pace that you're like, well, they're, they're doing it. So should I be able to do that? Mm -hmm. Speak a little bit into that, David, as you think about men auditing your pace and and being around others who it may just seem like, man, am I just missing? Am I just slow or what's happening there? Yeah, no, that's such a great question, which could be a third one. If you um, uh, were thinking through it is not just to be responsible for your own schedule, audit your pace consistently with, with others in your life too, speaking of that, but also recognize God made everyone different. Not everyone can run at the same pace or is in the same season of life. And not everyone needs the same amount of rest, amount of time of rest. Everyone needs rest, but we don't all run at the same pace. Or another way of saying it is not everyone has the same capacity. Like um, in the same way that if uh, I was to run a 40-yard dash, Josh is going to run a 40-yard dash faster than I am. (laughs) I don't know about faster. Although, let's go find out right now. (laughs) We're going to hit pause really quick. Okay, hold on. We'll be back. See exactly how much. No, but there's a difference. Like we all run at different paces. And in the same way that um, we run at different paces in literal running, we can all run at different paces in life. Some people are extrovert and they get energy from being around people. Other people are introvert and they need time to themselves. And they, you need to be aware that, hey, I don't run at the same pace as everybody else. There's a lot of people that they're not drained at all by having something every single night. Um, but, but you may be one of those people that is. And so being aware of that and, uh, and also being aware that, man, even if I do get life from getting around people every single night? Am I prioritizing the big rocks that should be in there? Am I just hanging out with friends or am I actually being intentional with the hours that I have, which are the same as Beyonce, Mm -hmm. they're the same as Elena, same as Josh, same as me. (laughs) And uh, am I being intentional with how I use that time? And so if you are someone who doesn't have that high of a capacity, um, man, that is 
that is something you should know about yourself and embrace about yourself. Yeah, yeah, it will do you no justice to be like, well, man, he can handle it and he can serve in eight different places and that's okay. Um, you do not need to spend your life looking around. You need to know yourself, be yourself, and love yourself because that's all that you are. And if God is going to use you, he's going to use you as you being you. And so your pace doesn't determine your value. The amount of things that you can get done yeah. doesn't determine your value. Your value comes from God. And so recognize that that it's not a good idea to begin to play the comparison game and to begin to go, well, he can handle it, so I'll just make it ha- happen too. When I begin to think that way, which is really tempting around here. At Absolutely. It's like high octane. High octane? High octane. High octane and high octane people <laughs> that are around here. And, um, and so I can't let them determine my pace. I've got to with myself and my community wife just determine what that is. Yeah, that's good. Anything y'all would add on that? I that mean, just makes me think of how, you know, we used to say speed of the leader, speed of the team, and now we more say faithfulness of the leader, faithfulness of the team, because everyone, um, someone's speed really doesn't determine, determine like that they're doing more. That's the speed you should go at. It's more like how faithful are you being depending on what you personally have capacity for as, because we're all different. Totally. And there's seasons where you're starting a company or maybe you're getting a side hustle off the ground or there's just busier seasons and others you're planning a wedding maybe someday. Um, there's times where we're not saying be legalistic and you have, it looks like this at all times for you always, yeah. but you just need to be cognizant of, Hey, I need to know my pace and I need to know myself. Yeah. And, and I would say something that, uh, my wife and I talked about is when you say, I'm in a busy season right now, make sure those stay actual seasons, meaning they come to an end and you look at you and you begin scheduling differently. And so, man, that's good. Okay. So the uh, next one that is so good, Josh, my wife, we've had conflict like that yeah. where I've had to repent because she'd be like, this isn't a season. This is your life. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and so recognizing, uh, especially when you get married, because now your pace is determined by the other partner. And you run at the pace of the, the person you marry. And, um, and you will lovingly you know, go together through life. And so anyways, all that to say, next one, is that realize everyone needs rest. Every single person you've ever worked with, every single person that you're around, everyone needs rest. God created the world so that you would have rest. He literally, I was talking with my community group this morning about it. I'm so blown away that on the seventh day yeah. in Genesis chapter one, it says that he rested. Why? Yeah, he modeled it for us. Did he need it? No, yeah. Absolutely not. He just wove it into creation Yeah, that, um, man, even like God rested, we are to rest. And so you've got to have time and rhythms uh, in your life that you are carving aside. You're going away to spend time, not watching Netflix, but journaling, going on a walk, praying, um, being out in nature. I know you recently talked about that, Elena, mm-hmm. of just how there's something, you got a chance to go break away, spend time in nature, and it just does something to kind of refill your cup, remind you of... God's presence. and It reminds you of your dependence. That's what it does. It yeah. reminds you of your, when you realize and you understand and you live in the fact that God designed you for rest so that you remember that you need him, uh, it reminds you of your dependence yeah. on him. It also reminded me like, hey, everything's not that big of a deal. Yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. when you're in the day-to-day life, like the littlest things can seem like a big deal. Like I was like in the mountains and just saw how vast like everything was and how small I am. I'm like, yeah, really? Like my schedule and these little to-dos, it's just not a big deal. Totally. It's good. And it helps break you out of perspective. That. It's yeah. like, it's it, not only will it not matter in a million years, you know, from eternity, like it won't matter next Thursday. Right. Like there's things where it's like, I'm obsessing about this right now and it won't, or in six months from now. So mm. uh, then the last two I would say is that, um, 
there can be a temptation to obsess over how I'm doing, how fast am I running, am I running fast enough, maybe I'm running too hard and overthinking it. And so to not obsess over how exactly am I doing at this, is this the right pace, am I achieving the optimal level at all times, and to just strive to do your best, allow others to speak into it, and to consistently ask, man, how am I running, Um, but not obsess over it, and it'd be the thing that is just kind of all that you think about all the time is just, man, I'm too busy, I'm too drained, and, and I'm going yeah, what, too what if, what if you were to wake up every day and just say, well, what does it look like for me to be faithful today? Right. What does it look like for me to be faithful in this hour? And, and, and there are sometimes, friends, where the, what the last hour looked like or the last day looked like is different than today or this hour, and that's okay. But asking yourself, hey, what does it look like for me to be faithful uh, in this hour? It does not mean uh, laziness, right? It does not mean that. But we are, we're also saying there are moments and times where you will realize it's different than it has been before, and that's okay. Totally. And sometimes that looks like, trusting like it looks like you should rest because that's a a sign that you're trusting God and that you're like hey I know I don't have to work for everything I don't have to constantly strive I can just rest in God and who he is and that would be the final one to avoid burnout it's just man trust God is in control that God is working he is sovereign over the circumstances of your life you can trust him your job is just to be faithful today Work hard, do all that you can, and then sleep well, knowing that God is for you and you can trust him. You can't save the world. Um, you can't save yourself, uh, but you can choose to be faithful. Mm-hmm. And you can choose to live today as faithfully as I can and to uh, not get overwhelmed because I'm just going to choose to trust. Really, uh, when you study the Sabbath, that's the thing that jumps out over and over uh, when I look at the Old Testament is that God wanted the nation of Israel when he like commanded and dude, he's like a big deal to God where he, he literally sent them into exile. He like said, if you don't rest, I'm kicking you out of here and letting another country ha- take over. That would be like God saying, hey, America, if you don't rest, I'm giving your land to Canada and you're all gonna get dragged up to Canada. Do you wanna be a Canadian? No, huh? Then you better stop it and you better rest. And that's what God said to Israel and they didn't listen and he dragged them out. Yeah. And so it was a big deal. Why was it a big deal? Because it communicated communicated to themselves that I am dependent on God, God. not on myself. Because God said, hey, you could work seven days a week, but I don't want you to. I want you to back up from the edge of all that you could do and trust me Mm. with that gap. And so, um, man, if you're in a place where you are experiencing burnout, you're experiencing being overwhelmed, we we would love um, to encourage you to get plugged into a local church, to invite others into that process, to speak into just uh, the ways that maybe your life could be more uh, effective, uh, a pace could be more sustainable and the things that maybe the big rocks that you need to put in are not getting put in and they could help you. So that's all I got. And um, with that said, we will see you next week on Views from the Porch. Thank you for listening to Views from the Porch. For more information about the Porch ministry, visit us at theporch.live or follow us on social media at The Porch.